Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. We'll go ahead and get started with our guest today. First question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Good afternoon or morning. Uh, my name is Keith Kostreski. I am the CEO of Kariki. We are a nonprofit education technology company that was born out of uh, Sun Microsystems about a decade ago, but have uh, reemerged as a uh, technology company to create digital authoring tools for content creators. Fantastic. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with the team? Best thing about working with the team for me personally is being able to draw the potential out of the highest potential out of my team, uh, my team members. Um, I was a collegiate athlete and I was never the star, not always a starter either, but found myself in, in roles of being a captain um, because uh, we had a quote, uh, comment that says, 11 together makes one. So the role of the, the leader is not the one to be the boss. I, I firmly believe in that. And the people that I've learned from are the ones that really were excellent in, in getting the best out of individuals and also helping them find pathways for success. Um, you can't get too high and you can't get too low, and especially in sales. Um, and, the, and even, you know, your next release in a product is only as good as, you know, you're only as good as your next release. So really have to stay level, level-headed and, and really um, try to get the best out of your team. And if there's not a right fit, be there as a coach to help them find uh, the right pathway in your organization or not. Awesome. Well, great information. I really like your idea about pulling the potential out of each person. That's a great concept. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. I think the most critical, and sometimes it's also looking introspectively, but engagement is all about agency. So if someone feels that they're a part of the process, and even if they are, you know, third line down from the decision maker, um, having allowing voice or understanding and empathy of where each person in the team falls in execution, because if they're not part of execution, then they're not really part of the team. So everyone has a voice and everyone has a role. So making sure that there's an avenue for individuals to express their, um, eh, not opinion, but to make them feel involved in the process. So nothing worse than being just told what to do and not sought of impact. And then, you know, regardless of the results, you're just a part of the wheel. Um, So I think, and that, you know, we as probably as individuals experience that as well. If we're not thought that our opinions are valuable or part of the process, it, it, it decreases engagement. So I think that's the most critical thing for me. Those are great insights. Thank you for sharing those. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? Ask a lot of questions and uh, one-on-ones are invaluable. And uh, if anyone listens to this podcast, they'll probably say, you know, uh, practice what you preach, Keith, um, because it's hard to keep one-on-ones all the time, you know, weekly, bi-weekly, um, but they're critical. And one of the other components there is let your, uh, your team guide the conversation. So the meeting there should be about the, that individual and hear them. So ask questions, but really open-ended questions and let your team share. Um, it's the only way that you learn where they really stand you allow, you build trust. Um, everyone likes to hear or <laughs> to feel like they're being heard. And so it opens up uh, trust which then ultimately leads to better collaboration and communication. It's hard when you have a lot to share in a, in a short period of time. And as leaders, most of the leaders have evolved because they're vocal 
uh, and that often lends into sharing more and then asking questions, but I would really encourage folks to pivot and give the time to your team members in their one-to-ones uh, and let them share and then comment on and ask more open-ended questions. Uh, I think we all like it as individuals like to feel that way and I think you get the most effective time. Great, great ideas on helping people to feel like they can share in a one-on-one -on -one setting. So great, great information. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams, such as yourself, would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? This is a question I, I paused on a bit. Um, can I pause for a minute? You bet. This is where I... Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams, such as yourself, would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? I'm gonna answer that in two ways. Um, there's had many, many influential people in my life, uh, my father being one, um, many uh, great coaches in my athletic career, and many managers in my, in my progression and now that have each taken different approaches. I think one of the common themes there is be direct and because you don't grow without direct feedback. So you need to nuance it at times, but um, no one wins when you're soft or fluffy or don't get to the point. It, it, it hurts, it hurt me personally because I thought you're going down the right track and when you get hit with a hard hammer, when you're going the wrong direction, that always hurts. So I, I would, I caution one. So again, I've had some managers that it didn't work out for me that took that approach, <laughs> but the ones that have been successful, the ones that provide the bumpers along the way. Um, other, I think I mentioned earlier, is the ones that demonstrated empathy, that asked questions not only about the work, but also the, the circumstances around your work. So, especially timely now, family circumstances, um, other influence, family circumstances is the biggest, uh, financial, finan family, they all have impacts on your work. So, you can't always look at a person for who they are today. Um, and actually, so understanding the whole person. Larger teams are hard, hard to manage that way, but in some of the structures that don't, you don't have more than eight direct reports, I feel that personal connection is important. Um, and again, that's a characteristic that has been very positive in my development. Um, and, you know, <laughs> my current man, uh, I, I'm CEO of a, of a nonprofit, but our, so I work for my board, but the individual that I've had the most uh, interaction with in the last six months has been Scott McNeely. So very, um, he likes to say one time important and famous, but really a Silicon Valley legend and really the turn of uh, t technology into, um, into ubiquity, ubiquity um, in our daily lives today. He's a significant part of that. And Scott is, is an extremely smart person, but also challenges me every day, but hasn't challenged me in a way that I know that I can't get better. So it's the nuance between asking people to achieve but knowing that they can do it. And because you have to set that person up to be, to be successful, but there's the challenging and then there's the realistic expectation. And um, it's often, it's not often that I get off the phone when it's been a tough conversation and I say, darn it, he's right. There's not much I can complain about. We all have areas of improvement. We don't wanna hear them all the time, but it's, it's those types of, um, uh, of guidance, uh, especially sitting in the role of a CEO. I'm a first time CEO. It's a small organization, but with big goals and heavy impact in the market. And uh, the buck stops with you. So that's not a responsibility that anyone should take lightly in that role. 
And um, it, it's something that does need some direct leadership and guidance in the process and, uh, and an understanding of uh, this is a, it's a, I don't want to say trial by error, but trial by trying is, uh, and, and I'll just close with that because I can't leave my father out of this, who um, is inf and infinitely influential in my life, but it's the strikeout swinging, right? So <clears throat> Little League Baseball on, it was, uh, you know, don't strike out looking. You know, you've got to put your best foot forward in an effort, always sprint to the first down the baseline because and not only gives you still a chance to succeed, but it shows the rest of your teammates that no matter your circumstances, you're all in. And um, that's a pretty valuable, uh, pretty valuable uh, lesson learned from, from him. So um, that was great. Well, thank you for sharing those uh, and recognizing your father and Scott and some great examples of uh, how you've learned about leadership. So thank you for sharing those. Uh, sixth question, tell us about your first job. <laughs> Um, well, my father had a, a, his own ad agency, uh, one man shop. So I got my first business card on my eighth birthday or ninth birthday that said vice president. So I felt that was pretty cool, but that resulted in answering the phone all summer and writing down on yellow, uh, legal pads, the messages that came through learning how to operate a fax machine when fax machines were, were, uh, all the rage and, uh, and, uh, breaking my share with the frustration of the toner paper, I'm sure. But, uh, it wasn't a small charge at that point, but uh, no, that was, I'd say that's my first job, but that was one of the most uh, growth and, and enjoyable experiences of my life. Um, the first paycheck and a summer, I, I, I made tacos in a mall taco stand, cut lawns and did light and lifeguarded. So I think we, uh, the grind started at about 16 for me, but it was, uh, it was enjoyable. And I think working in service industries as your first job or early jobs are critical to mm -hmm. becoming a leader um, because you have that empathy for how to treat people. And I, I feel like I'm a better customer because I was in the service business before, uh, so in multiple ways. So I, I just think that's invaluable experience to anyone uh, and allows you to kind of take ownership of your little pocket, but also kind of learn how to treat others well. So that, that that's um, pretty invaluable. So. Great comments. I love those stories. Thank you for sharing them. And thank you, Keith, for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Uh, so please uh, reach out. Uh, we're at kariki.org, a nonprofit that is, uh, really has a, an authoring tool that helps uh, any type of industry that's taking print, digital, or, or audio and converting it to interactive. So please reach out. Um, I, I'm available at keith at kariki.org. That's C-U-R-R-I-K-I.org. And uh, and on Twitter at KD Kostreski, that's K-D-K-O-S-T-R-Z-E-W-S-K-I. So uh, that's all. Thanks. Very good. Thank you. This is, say that again. I'm sorry. No, thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. Yeah. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can find us on LinkedIn by searching Blue Sky Business Consulting. Thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great day.